Hi, everyone. This is Monica Reinagel, the Nutrition Diva, here with your quick and dirty tips for eating well and feeling fabulous. If you've ever had a blood test where they asked you not to eat for 12 hours beforehand, then one of the things they were probably testing for was your fasting blood glucose level. This week, I got an email from a reader who'd recently had such a test, and she found out that her fasting glucose was a little too high. She's wondering exactly what that means and what, if anything, she needs to do about it. It's normal to have a certain amount of glucose or sugar in your blood. It's there because it's on its way to your cells where it will be converted into the energy that powers all of your body's functions. No glucose means no energy, and that means no life. It's also normal for your blood sugar to rise after you eat. Blood sugar levels go up as the food you've eaten is digested and converted into glucose. And then as that glucose is taken up by your cells, your blood sugar levels fall back to baseline. At least they're supposed to. Doctors test your glucose after you haven't eaten for 8 to 12 hours in order to see where your baseline is. If your fasting glucose levels are high, it's a little like having an elevator that only comes down to the fifth floor instead of returning all the way to the ground floor. Although there are a few different things that can cause high fasting glucose, this test is usually done to screen for diabetes. If your glucose levels are really high, your doctor's going to order some additional tests to confirm a diagnosis and begin treatment. But readings in the high normal range, while they're not an emergency, are considered an early warning sign that you could be headed in that direction. Consider it a wake-up call, and I don't recommend that you hit the snooze button. The House Call Doc did a great show on exactly what type 2 diabetes is and why it's something you definitely want to avoid, and I've included a link to that show in the show notes. So if your fasting glucose levels are high, what should you do? Well, there are several things you can do to help lower those glucose levels. Number one, lose weight if you need to. People who are carrying around a lot of extra body fat are generally less able to clear sugar from their blood into their cells. That means less energy for the cells, and it also means chronically high blood sugar. This is especially true if the fat tends to accumulate around your middle as opposed to, say, in your butt. In his show on type 2 diabetes, Dr. Rob explains the mechanics of insulin resistance, but the solution is to get serious about taking off that excess weight. At the beginning of this year, I did a five-part series on how to pick the best diet for you. If you need to take off some weight, you might want to start by reading that series, and you'll find a link in the show notes. Number two, get more exercise. Exercise helps by making your cells more sensitive to the effects of insulin, and that keeps your blood sugar from creeping up. It also helps with weight loss. If you need some tips and some inspiration, you got to check out Get Fit Guy's Quick and Dirty Tips to Slim Down and Shape Up. Ben was voted personal trainer of the year, but you can get his great tips and his advice free by subscribing to his quick and dirty tips podcasts. Number three, go longer between meals. One problem with this current trend of eating mini meals every two or three hours is that your blood sugar never really gets an opportunity to return to baseline. The other problem is that people's mini meals tend not to be quite mini enough. So they end up eating too many calories. As I talked about in my show, How Often Should You Eat?, going a little bit longer between meals can help you maintain healthier blood sugar levels. And number four, avoid high glycemic foods, which are things like sweets, pastries, white bread, fruit juice, and soda. These foods cause a high spike in blood sugar levels. A low glycemic diet, on the other hand, not only helps prevent blood sugar issues, it can help repair them. 
Now, don't worry. A low glycemic diet is nothing new. It's the same old thing I talk about week after week. Plenty of vegetables, nuts, beans, and other protein foods, moderate amounts of whole grains and fruit, and not too much sugar or junk food. In the show notes, you'll find some links to more resources on selecting low glycemic foods and planning a low glycemic diet. And finally, it is possible that your wake-up call may have been a false alarm. Maybe you had some coffee before the test, which can elevate your blood sugar. And some prescription drugs can elevate your fasting blood sugar, including certain antidepressants, heart medications, hormone replacement therapy, and birth control pills. And although diabetes or prediabetes is the most common cause of high blood sugar, there are also other medical conditions that can elevate your numbers. And sometimes blood tests are just wrong. And that's why it's always a good idea to repeat any abnormal blood test just to be sure. But I suggest you take my suggestions to heart no matter what. Even if future blood tests show normal glucose readings, the healthy habits I've outlined above are going to help keep them that way. This is Monica Reinagel reminding you that these tips are for your information, but they're not intended as medical advice. Please work with your health professional to determine what's right for you. If you have a suggestion for a future show topic, send an email to nutrition at quickanddirtytips.com. You can also post comments and questions, share recipes, and chat with other Nutrition Diva fans about all kinds of nutrition-related topics on my Nutrition Diva Facebook page. If you subscribe to my free weekly newsletter, we're taking a brief hiatus, but the newsletter will return at the end of the month. Now have a great week, everybody, and remember to eat something good for me. 